tuning in to the online broadcast network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries, and your number one source for after-show entertainment. <laughs> TV, the destination for TV superfans, producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows, interviewing celebrities and showrunners, and bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! creepy mood music for you guys there. Hello everyone and welcome to the AfterBuzz TV Vampire Diaries After Show for Season 7, Episode 8, Hold Me, Thrill Me, Kiss Me, Kill Me. Um, I'm your host Tiana Hobson and joining me tonight I've got Katie Campbell. Hi guys, you can find me on Twitter at Katie Campbell, that's Katie with three E's Campbell. And Sam Davidson. You guys can find me on Twitter at SamD43 and I'm on the live chat so keep on chatting. And Jordana Morphin. Hey guys, you can find me on Twitter at Jordana underscore Morphin. And make sure you, when you guys are tweeting at us, you're using the hashtag ABTVTVD. Yes, I said it right. Okay. <laughs> um, and, okay, so welcome back everyone, by the way, because, yeah. you know, Thanksgiving happened last week, so we weren't here. Kind of felt like we were gone for a month. I don't know if that was just me or yeah. you yes. guys felt the same mm-hmm. way. It kind of felt like a winter break. I don't know why it felt like this show was gone for so long. Imagine what winter break is going to actually it's feel like. Gonna <laughs> it's going to suck. It's going to suck. Let's just stick with that. But tonight's episode, a lot of things happens, and I know that there's some mixed reactions on the panel about the ending, but we won't start there. We're going to start with a little Steriline. So Caroline has to tell Stefan that you know, she's pregnant with Rick's babies, and his reaction to the news is not quite what she was expecting. Did you guys think that his reaction, like, should he have stayed with her, or was it kind of fair for him to be like, uh, I gotta go kill my mom's boyfriend? And, uh, I feel like it was fair, like, he had to do that, but I think he could have reacted a little different, not just sit there and be like, uh, okay, well, I have to leave now. You know, maybe, I know he doesn't know what to say, but I just, I mean, if someone reacted like that to me and just left me without anything, I don't know how I would, I'd like freak out. I have serious faith in him. I was a little, yeah, you know, I love my stuff, but I was like, oh my God, what are you doing? But I understand that the thing with Julian was also in his mind, so he had mm-hmm. to deal with that, and he needed a second to think and process this because no vampire has ever been pregnant before so how is that even Mm -hmm. possible and you know it's just a lot to take in but it also made me think well you thought about how you wanted to be a father I mean he wouldn't be these kids fathers but he could be great uncle you know what I mean like so it just made me think about how would he have reacted back in the day if Valerie is like oh I'm pregnant um Mm -hmm. I mean I think that he's so good with words Stefan usually and he was very disappointing I was disappointed. Oh, I was in disappointed him. too. I felt right when I saw that. I kind of felt like this. I don't know, a little oh, well, heartbreak he made up for it. He did. He did. But, but his initial reaction, yeah. I think, because because we heard Caroline talking to Matt um, before she went to see him and kind of playing in her head how she hoped he would mm-hmm. react, which I think is how you guys are saying. You know, it's so out of character for Stefan to be at a loss for words, and that's probably the most surprising part. But in my mind, I'm just thinking, wow. 
is this what Joseph went through when Mary was like, hey, I'm pregnant with God's child and it's not yours? <laughs> Whoa, that's <laughs> like, deep, yeah, man. That's deep. Like, I mean, yeah. this is the equivalent. And so now Stefan is stepping up and, you know. I really, I've been reading a lot of interviews and stuff and watching them, uh, and about Caroline and Stefan, and basically it says that they're doomed, that people have kind of insinuated that, and I've mm. never seen that until this episode. To see Stefan's reaction, mm-hmm. they're not gonna work out, I don't think. I Even will though he said those words in the end? I mean, we did see a flash forward. What words, Katie? Do you wanna say them? <laughs> that he loved her and he'll be there for her no matter what happens and what's thrown their way. I just think that because of her pregnancy, she's going to get closer to Rick. It's the and obvious it's like, it's, way to go yeah, for it. it's the it. obvious way, but I just feel like something with that is probably just going to intervene. I just, yeah, and I just think that it's hard in any relationship to start it off with like, you know... Mm-hmm. You could be, in real life, you could be getting divorced from someone or broken up with someone but still pregnant with their child while you're dating someone who's now... It puts that person in an awkward situation where he's not really the father and Mm -hmm. so he doesn't get to have a say but he's trying to be there because what I love that Lily talked to him, I love that that Stefan opened up to Lily about this and Mm -hmm. was like, you know, going to her for advice. And she says, you have to imagine what she's going through too because your reaction... And how you feel, you're it like multiply that by a thousand, and yeah. that's how she's feeling. You have to think about her as well. Yeah. Simone Sanders said that Stefan always leaves when the going gets tough, which is thinking about uh, the history. I mean, kind of like he a lot of times he's had to turn his humanity off, mm-hmm. and there's always been that. But I, I I don't understand why he was so weird about it. I I mean, I get it, but the, at the same time, look at their world. Nothing yeah. is impossible. Yeah. And I'm also really confused. I thought they were going to be Joe's babies inside Caroline like she was a surrogate. Not that they were going to be like blonde hair like Caroline and with Caroline's genes. I oh, thought... Do we, they are, I think they, they are, are Joe's babies. Joe's. Well, then why did Lily say that uh, she's going to put them before herself like always? Because I, I, I don't... I didn't I think... I feel that, like even as a surrogate, you feel like the babies are a part of you. Yeah. And with Joe especially gone... Yeah. Um, she'll it would be there. Yeah, she'll always kind of be an unofficial mother to them. Mm-hmm. Maybe? She allowed them to grow. They kind of became little babies in her stomach. So she's got some kind of a special bond, even though they're not hers. I, I mean, I just don't. I I just can't imagine that she's going to go nine months and be knowing Caroline, who is super Type A and you know loves everything and everyone. She can't go nine months with a ba- with babies growing inside her, and then completely not feel yeah. any sort of attachment to them whatsoever. When right. It's over. I think everyone's going to feel attachments to the babies, but it, I don't know. It was a bit confusing to me. Remember we were talking about lo- or not last week, but the week before. I mean, it, it, they can be blonde since her sister yeah. was, was blonde, blonde. The, or the twins before were blonde. Yeah. So you know, know. never know. Yeah. And I'm not sure that. Well, I guess we didn't really see the whole conversation with Stefan and Lily because he might not have explained fully because she did say, do I even want to know how this all happened? So mm-hmm. she could be under the impression that they are her kids and yeah, he's dealing with it. I, I loved that moment too. Yeah. Though. Mm-hmm. I thought that it really solidified Stefan and Lily's relationship for sure. And we see that with Mom's him cool. all the time too. You know, he yeah. still sees the good in people and the forgiveness no matter what. 
Just like you, Katie. <laughs> Just like you, Katie. <laughs> Katie says yay. Um, so, I mean, Caroline does try to give him an out when he does call her later on to say that he loves her. And he doesn't take it. He's going to be the bigger guy and stay there. So we'll see how that goes, even though we've already seen a flash forward of how it doesn't go. Um, but let's get into Matt and Enzo a little bit. So Matt notices that all the people who they found in the grill and all these places have now disappeared. We as the audience know that they are at the party that's happening, which we're going to talk about later. But he calls Caroline to see if she wants to help him figure it out, and she can't, so he goes about it on his own, runs into Enzo, who had a very touching moment with Lily earlier, and basically was like, run away with me, let your sons handle getting you unlinked from Julian, and come with me, be safe, you're not safe here. Which was actually kind of a true statement. Well, she's not safe here, yes, but she's also not safe on the run when Julian's gonna be coming after her. But if they if they succeeded with unlinking him and having Julian killed, then right. it wouldn't have been a problem. I just didn't like this period. I felt it was off. It was just awkward. Yeah. I can't okay, see yeah, Enzo. Let's talk about the yeah, kiss. really quick. I thought it was kind of sexy. It's mm. not sexy. I see Enzo as a, like, a son. son. Yeah. Mommy, Lily. It's just, it's weird. I'm Uncomfortable. not into it I didn't either. like it. I didn't like it. I am I, definitely not into them. I like him better with someone else. Me too. Um, Which we didn't see. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, we didn't see. We didn't see Bonnie tonight. Um, do you, do you think that Lily like, loves him? Or, um. I think that Lily could have grown to love Enzo mm-hmm. in the way that he loves her if Julian weren't around and if she hadn't have been so blinded by Julian for all this time. And that's actually funny because I was thinking as this moment was happening, I was thinking he's going to move on from her yeah. and be with Bonnie and she's going to then want to be with him but won't. Cameron Ferguson agrees that this kiss was very off-putting. Yeah. Which... It did feel like watching a mother and son make out. It was a little, it was weird. A little weird. I think Lily said that multiple times she sees Enzo as another yeah. son. And, you know, if one of the heretics, like, the only heretic that is a guy is Bo. Mm-hmm. And could you imagine, like, Lily making out with him? No. That's her son, too. Yeah, that would be wrong. That would be wrong. <laughs> but, um, so Enzo, in feeling defeated and, like, the world doesn't care about him, he's feeding on a straggler from the party, and Matt catches him, and they get into a bit of a dispute, and Enzo basically tells Matt, hey, you brought a knife to a gun show and you're outnumbered here you no one wants you around just like no one wants me around they kind of poked fun at each other yeah. which i know we've all mentioned before like what are the, what are they doing at certain <laughs> times you know in previous They've seasons been rejected by everyone yeah and they kind of poked fun at that Is a little it bit just me it's hard to remember past episodes but have matt and enzo have like a buddy up i feel like at one point the two of them teamed up somehow i don't remember what episode it was for, wasn't it for um the salvatore girl who turned out to not be oh, her. Sarah. Oh, yeah. Sarah. Okay, yeah. so this isn't it, the first time. Yeah. He was bribing him, though, to do it, right? I mean, he was kind of it like... It was forced. First, yeah, it was forcing. like more forceful, and then it kind of turned into a thing of Matt trying to save the girl, and mm-hmm. yeah. So mm-hmm. that happened. But Matt actually is smarter than Enzo right now, because Enzo walks away, and outside like a SWAT team comes out of nowhere. There's snipers on the roof. They shoot down Enzo, put him in the back of a truck. I literally wrote down, like, the FBI just came and raided Enzo or something. And we find out that Matt 
has some friends who he's bringing in town I, to help him protect Mystic Falls. Is it not Tyler? And no, no, I think mm-hmm. it's a group of hunters. And I think once this whole Julian thing is done, I think these hunters, or maybe during the whole Julian thing, these hunters are going to pose a threat. Like Matt doesn't really know who he's bringing in, uh-huh. but we know that they want Enzo because he does say that at the end of the episode. He's mm-hmm. like, "Yeah, well." found out that somebody does actually want you and they want to introduce themselves and hmm. who these people are we don't know so if you guys have any ideas at home make sure you tell Sam in the chat or tweet us and let us know what you think that this new breed of people who are moving into Mystic Falls are. I, Too much new. Yeah. Well it has to be. We need all the new. We need stuff to preoccupy us and forget about Elena not being around too. <sighs> I feel like I was impressed with Matt having these connections and taking down Enzo. I did not think that that was Matt's plan, but it's making me nervous. And I also feel like, okay, maybe these people are after Enzo. That's why they were there. But we need to be at the party. Yeah. Yeah. We need to be capturing the heretics. But, I mean, they didn't need Matt there for that part. So, But maybe he put the squad together and made him useful for a moment. Look, the last people who were looking for Enzo were, like, the crazy mad scientist group that, you know, had him captured under a house for however many years. So I'm just more concerned about Enzo's safety, even though, from flash forwards, we know that he is alive. Mm-hmm. Right. Unlike some people. <laughs> <laughs> so there's this whole party going on because it's Mary Louise and Nora's 133rd anniversary. Mm-hmm. That's a lot of years to be together with someone. Even though for I don't know how many of them they were frozen in a time yeah. warp thing. Mm-hmm. So I'm not really sure, sure those years count, but <laughs> we'll be lenient with you guys. Um, so Lily and Julian are throwing them this party. Mostly Julian is throwing them this party. And Mary Louise comes to Julian and is like, hey, so look what I got. And it's this little adorable ring, and so she wants to propose to Nora. At this moment, how do you guys feel? My first thought was that ring is not big enough. I really (laughs) did think that. (laughs) I thought it was very current and nice, and yes, the ring was not big enough, and it seemed too good to be true. It did. I felt the exact same way. So then, yeah, Yeah. so of course, Julian being the, what did Enzo call him? The the dad that spoils them rotten with horses and carriages happens to have this French royalty person's ring in his pocket just waiting for her like here use this one instead he's manipulative though I just don't I don't get free stuff like that from this crazy guy for nothing why is it always Mary Louise because before we saw this well right when he he was at the other party was it Mary Louise or Nora yeah, who Louise. attacked the mm-hmm. other girl, right? So it's yeah. always Mary Louise. So he, he I feel encouraged like, her. Mm-hmm. I think he sees a weakness in her. He sees like her tied to him the most. Right. So that's why he was playing on that as like she's his safety card because he can't fully trust everybody. He's been gone for a while. Mm-hmm. Guys, I'm totally falling for it. I mean, for Julian's. No. I, I kind of, I'm not going to lie. I I know I, you've, oh, Tiana's <laughs> looking at me with the craziest <laughs> eyes. But I, like, I think that he does love the family in a weird, twisted way, and everything that he has done is to, like, save that family. I, I he, in a bad way, but I... I, I can I understand know. that. Yeah, I feel like we've said that, though, about Lily back yeah. in the very beginning. Like, her thought 
is right in her mind, but we don't see it that way type mm-hmm. of deal. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, I mean, he helps her propose. They set up this beautiful um, proposal down by the water, or was that water? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I said it, and then I immediately was like, wait a second, did I imagine that? Um, and it's actually a beautiful proposal, because she says, I mean... She's like, we've had 133 years together already, but I want eternity. And it's just like, yes, lesbian engagement. Yes, relationships being diverse and, like, creative. And they're beautiful, too. It's just, like, everything about the whole thing. Yeah, yeah, it It was was just, like, a hot couple. It was a very sweet moment that, I mean, kind of gets thrown for a loop when Valerie shows up and they're both like ew what are you doing you're like you're ruining the best moments of our life yeah by coming here to tell you about the worst day of my life I just feel like though that Nora and Mary Louise have too many things that get in the way I feel like it was gonna go wrong at some point it was so perfect I we all had headphones on so I'm sure you guys didn't hear me but right after she said yes I go okay so which one of them is gonna die I heard you (laughs) <laughs> because it was everything was too perfect it was too nice and like clearly they're not gonna actually end up married or yeah. mm-hmm. something's gonna happen and I didn't expect it to happen this episode but I mean not to fast forward too much we do see that the engagement gets called off because Mary Louise is choosing to side with Julian yeah. instead of um, on Nora's side with the Salvatores, I guess. Well, it's interesting. Cameron Ferguson says that Nora and Valerie just seem like they would be uh, most likely to join the Salvatores, but not Mary Louise, which I wouldn't have really thought at the beginning of the season when we got introduced mm-hmm. to these characters, because Mary Louise seemed like the good the, one. Yeah, she seemed yeah. like the angel of both of them, and I thought Nora was, like, evil. And we did talk about this, yeah. how they're always kind of dressed like, tonight, Mary Louise was in white mm-hmm. and Nora was in a black dress and we went back to the part, the last party, the angel and devil, and mm-hmm. Mary Louise was in the angel and Nora was the devil, so it's kind of funny to me that the one who's always dressed in the way of the darker, badder person is siding with the Salvators and not the angel mm-hmm. or pure and innocent one. I also think that their whole relationship, I like them together. Mm-hmm. I don't think that if they were to meet in 2015 they would be together yeah. though. So I yeah, think that part I'm of their saying. relationship is just holding on to the past of what they've known. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think they they have sweet moments. Like I really I loved their little proposal moment, but I just feel like so much is getting in the way. They they're always arguing over something. You know, Mary Louise can't get into the times or whatever yeah. the case yeah. is. Mm-hmm. They have differences. I mean, Mary Louise was genuinely shocked when she said yes because mm-hmm. she's like, "Wait, really?" Mm-hmm. Yeah, because they've been fighting so much. I was like, "Yeah, well, that is a good question." Mm-hmm. Oh, you really said yes. <laughs> um, so now let's get to the meat and bones of this episode. So the whole episode is really revolving around this plan to kill Julian because he's the devil. Mm-hmm. Um, even though Sam likes him. <laughs> okay, I'm not saying that I like him, you guys. I just think that he is not as evil intentions-wise as we thought. And people agree with me. Thank you, guys. <laughs> <laughs> um, so they come up with this plan. First, they need to unlink him from Lily, so they need his blood. They need Valerie to convince Nora, Mary Louise, and Bo to help them so that they can do... Once they have his blood, they can unlink the two of them. So they kind of crashed the engagement, no, the anniversary party, which I guess Mm kind of turned into an engagement party, technically. Um, And things start off going great when they get him. And then you get to the part where Valerie has to tell her story to her brother and sisters. And Mary Louise isn't really 
buying it, but everyone else is. Well, this whole thing, too, before any of that happened with Lily having to try to win them over and play the part of, you know, biting these people's necks who were the people that were in the school and everything, the captured people. I just feel like Lily just, she didn't look like her normal self holding it all together. Mm -hmm. I feel like it was written on her face that something's up. I think that's why I felt like that was why Julian tested her at the party Mm -hmm. in a way and was like, look, you keep holding on to hope that your sons are going to come around and we can all be this big happy family and it's not going to happen. So why don't you just, you're not, you're not 100% in. So why don't you kind of, you know, pretty much pick us or the Salvatore. Maybe that's why too, he was kind of trying to get Mary Louise on his side or do nice things for her, you know, try to be like, Oh, I want us to be a family because he suspected something was going on. Well, I just thought that uh, Mary Louise sided with him because she's like, I'm not going to give that ring back. (laughs) (laughs) I can't take it back from Nora now. Like, what are we going to (laughs) do? You know, when when they were I don't know, whatever, the bar were they in a barn or that place, little garage thing Mm -hmm. where they were in, when Bo looked into Valerie's eyes and he was, I don't know, seeing if she was telling the truth or I don't know what he was doing. Here's that the was, thing. I feel like Bo looks into your soul yeah. and just knows things. That's okay. So because he did that, I would have kind of expected Mary Louise to be like, "Oh, look, Valerie's Valerie is telling the truth." Because Nora obviously kind of saw that too when Bo did that. So it's just a little weird to me that I don't know. There's something holding her. I don't know what it is, but there's something that ties her to Julian. I just. Yeah. Uh, something really interesting, really quick, that Cameron Ferguson says that he follows um, Annie Wershing on Instagram, as we all do, but I didn't notice this. And he says she's been posting updates, and she's filmed for episode 10 and 11, and this is only episode 8. Mm. Oh, yeah. I was going to tell you guys that. I went on IMDb Pro as soon as this was over, <laughs> as soon as the episode was over and saw that she's still in episodes. Oh, really? Okay. I wasn't going to spoil it Sorry, for everyone. guys. <laughs> it's Cameron Ferguson's thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to let people think she was dead for a little longer. Uh, <laughs> I'm sitting here crying over here. Couldn't you have, like, told me? <laughs> nope. I'm evil in that way. <laughs> kind of like a Julian, you know? Oh, I have good God. intentions, but I'm evil. <laughs> Ooh, okay, fine. <laughs> I like it. Um, but one of the other things that we did learn about Bo tonight, because Julian, uh, Julian and Lily start dancing at the party, and they do a slow song, and it's this beautiful opera, and it's Bo singing, and mm-hmm. you can just see in his eyes, and that's when I was like, there's something about this guy that, like, is so special that I really hope we get more about him and yeah. his backstory, wow. because... They just opened a can of worms. They can't just be like, he's got this beautiful voice and mm-hmm. not tell us what happened yeah. to him. Yeah, tell us what happened. He's singing opera, on, and it's recorded, and it, they've been dead or uh, gone for 133 years or whatever. I was freaking out, though, at his first look when the song started playing. Yeah, I'm like, something what's else was what's happening? going on. Oh, I go, yeah. It's his song. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah. didn't even think that I should have put that together. I was like, oh my gosh, he doesn't speak. And now there's <laughs> words coming into the song. It's so perfect. Um, yeah, so they don't believe, or Mary Louise doesn't really believe the story, even though Valerie tells it. And it's just so heartbreaking every time I hear this story. And she says that Julian is manipulative and that... They're not his family, they're his army. Mm-hmm. Because he saw how powerful she was as soon as she became the first heretic. And he wanted more power, and that's why they've all 
become heretics. And I want to actually see how each one of them has become a heretic to see if that's actually true. If we see more power hunger from Julian and that's why we get more heretics. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I really loved Nora's reaction though, honestly, because it's like she realizes her entire existence kind of was a lie mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. was planned. But for whatever reason, Mary Louise doesn't believe that because she just wants to keep that ring for Nora. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, she... We see that they have Julian tied up because we have his blood and everything. And in walks Mary Louise and she's like, I still need answers to questions. And basically Damon starts mouthing off. He She snaps him down, snaps off Valerie's head and then unties Julian and now they're both there. And mm-hmm. Why would she do this, though? Because I get, like, she's confused and she thinks Valerie's lying, but the whole fact about Nora obviously being on Lily's and everybody else's side, she's going to cause a rift, lose her, whatever the fact is, and she doesn't want to lose her. So I was just surprised that she was just definitely Mm going to be on the other team. I thought the exact same thing. Right when she did that, why would she want to do that to lose? I I feel like she would have known I'm going to lose her if I, you know go on Julian's side. I don't think she was thinking that, because I don't think she thought it would escalate to the level that it got to. Mm. Maybe. I mean, she knew that Julian was clearly going to tie the two of them up, but then Julian kind of brings Lillian, and it's like, Mm -hmm. you have to choose, finally. You're either a Salvatore, or you're one of us. And you have to kill one of them, because one of them's going to die tonight. And I was like, just kill yourself. (laughs) 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 Which she ultimately tried to do, but... We didn't know that she was already unlinked to Julian, because I wouldn't have suggested that, Lily, if I had known that (laughs) stupid Mary Louise did it and didn't tell anyone. Yeah. If she was going to kill herself anyways, why wouldn't she just kill him Mm -hmm. and then expect her to do the same? It would have been a lot smarter, because she wouldn't have died. I think she did it purposely so he would, like, see, like, look, I'm going to kill myself for my kids, pretty much, you know? But obviously, kind of, like, it didn't. There's always something going on. And I, I just feel like he, we've seen vampires fight before. And if she had gone at him with a stake straight to the, going from mm-hmm. the heart, he would have stopped her here. And then they would have gotten into a tussle. So it's just easier, like, you know what? I'm sacrificing myself as the mom. And she told Stefan earlier to be prepared for a mother to always sacrifice and do whatever she has to do for her children and that's mm-hmm. just showing a mother's love at its most that she's willing to just stab herself in the heart because that just takes so much strength to I can't even like prick mm. myself with a needle like <laughs> I can't do that so stabbing myself in the heart with a wooden stake that yeah. takes a lot a lot of love and courage and just strength to do yeah yeah I, I'm not saying this is the la- obviously it's not the last we see of Lily but <laughs> You know, it it was a beautiful way for her to go if she had to, mm-hmm. but I don't yeah. think it. I I, hope. Uh, I mean, maybe she's in the next episodes as his visions. Yeah, Damon's vision. maybe. Um, but Julian does say to her after she does this, he's like, "You sweet foolish girl, I already unlinked us," and you can just see that he is actually torn apart that mm-hmm. she's about to die. And then even later on when he's with. Mary Louise and tells her he's having a full-on breakdown but about this. Why wasn't he there for her last moments? I thought that, that was a little that, weird. He just ran. 
because I mean, flew for everyone, it everyone's trying to kill him, and I don't think yeah. they would have stopped just because Lily okay. right. was on the floor. <laughs> he's saving himself too, guys. I guess selfish, <laughs> but so you can selfish. you can definitely see that he does love her. Yeah, and I think that was the first time I felt his love for Lily was real and genuine and not just some manipulative way mm-hmm. of doing whatever he was up to in Europe. Sorry, it really yeah. pisses me off that yeah. I still don't know that much about Europe. And they I keep bringing know. it up. Oh, I just want answers. Thanks. Somebody was after him or something or he needed to go do something in Europe that they're not telling us. Yeah. But, I mean, he even says that he thought that unlinking them would protect her because mm-hmm. he knew that if her son succeeded in killing me, at least she would be okay. Well, it's just so sad because you realize that all along, like I said, he really did just care about his family and he is devastated. It was sad for me to, I, were you guys sad watching that? Because yeah, I was. was yeah. Heartbreaking. Even though we hate him, like, yeah. I was super sad to see him upset like that. I was sad and then I was also scared because I don't know who he's going to take his revenge out yeah. on about yeah. this whole situation or I don't know if he's going to blame himself or actually put blame on others. I was mad at Mary Louise in this moment. Me I was just too. looking at her like, I hope you realize you well, started this. Yeah, her face at the end, she was, <laughs> she couldn't believe it. Mm-hmm. Good for, I mean, I'm kind of glad that. Yeah. But just think, if she Lily had listened to Enzo, he said, you're not safe here. Mm-hmm. He said, you, we gotta uh-huh. get you out of town. Don't like that still. <laughs> oh. No, no, no. no. Uh, but, <laughs> yeah, everyone, but everyone does get their chance, well, besides Enzo, to say their goodbye to <gasps> Lily. I didn't even think about that. On her deathbed. Yeah, you guys didn't. Oh, oh my sorry. god. I didn't no, think I, about, I didn't think about that. Pause That's for really a moment sad. for you guys' minds to be blown. I thought about it. <laughs> Sam and I are like, uh, duh. I was just really thought about it. I was just thinking about the boys mm-hmm. that whole time and thinking, I was like curious, is Damon going to say something? Is he not? And I actually teared up during uh, Stefan and Lily's yeah. conversation. I did with Nora's. Yeah. I, I all love of her. Yeah. All of them. All of them had, I, even Bo. Again, yeah, just mm-hmm. she just Stare. looks into his soul, and he know. looks into her soul, and she's like, yeah. they just shook heads. Yeah, they just they just knew what the other one was saying, and that's just I wish that for everyone because that is a bond that mm-hmm, no one yeah. can interpret for you. But then we get to Damon, who is still not the happiest with Lily, and he told her in the beginning of the episode that if he had to do it all over again, he would leave her in that. Mm-hmm. 1903 hell that she was in and you know basically she died to him when he was 17 years old mm-hmm. he mourned her he went he grew up and his mom is dead so now that she's back it doesn't actually mean that she's back and I think he has a very good point here that yeah. he mourned the loss of his mother he grew up and got through it and it's not fair for her to just automatically expect to be given back his whole heart yeah but at I also think you shouldn't hold a grudge. Guys, she forever. took away Elena. Like, yeah. Elena is gone yeah. because of her. I think yeah. at the end of the day, that's why Damon hates her Which so much. Which is why I was actually surprised that I thought when his last words were going to be something about where's Elena. No, he got her back. Or, oh, that's right. I forgot. Tyler has her. Put her somewhere I thought it was going to be R.I.P. Biatch, but I mean, his was a little bit nicer. Well, <laughs> but still, it was kind of like, it, ooh. I mean, he you said, know? you made your bed, have mm-hmm. a nice, nice nap. 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 Nap is the key word there. But uh, she's dead. There's just splinters in her heart, though, and I feel like someone else... Can take them out? 
I feel like somewhere down the line, and please fans remind me if I'm making this up, maybe I dreamed it. But I feel like when there was just splinters around someone's heart, they did kind of do the whole, like, dead thing. But they weren't actually dead because just a few splinters weren't enough to keep. But if you pull out the stake, if it's in there, you're still dead. So, like... But you have to get all the particles away mm-hmm. from the heart. There was something. There was um, something along those lines that happened. I think it was Stefan. I think Stefan had splinters in his heart at some point. I don't remember. Guys, please comment and let us know. I mean, there's so many episodes and it's hard to keep track. Yeah, it's hard to keep track. Maybe Christmas break is when I go back and rewatch mm-hmm. all That's what we were talking six about. seasons of the show so far. Mm-hmm. Um, My nightly routine. <laughs> <laughs> Just so I can remember, but I mean, that is a great moment. And then, of course, we have to talk about those flashes to the future that we get in every episode now. So, Damon, we last we saw, he was captured at the um, news, news station. station. And he's talking to someone in the darkness, and he's like, come out, come out, wherever you are, boom. It's his mom. Mm-hmm. Or so we all thought. Turns out, Damon has been given werewolf toxin and so he's having hallucinations of his mom and he keeps referring to her as mom Mom. and not Lily. Mm -hmm. He says he's sorry. Yeah. Well, which made me think that first when we were watching and I said I'm so happy that they showed us that at the beginning to show show us she's still alive and they must have had a relationship in between because he always calls her Lily and not mom. Well, I'm, I'm assuming if she doesn't come back because the who was it? What's her name? The, the, the Raina. Uh, Raina. Raina says yeah. her mom's been dead all these years, mm-hmm. so maybe she is dead. I'm just thinking maybe in his heart now he's like he's regretting, regretting. It. You know, that's why all you this. shouldn't hold too much yeah. of a grudge because you'll end up with a lot of regret. Yeah. Thank you, Katie. Or, <laughs> or, or it could just be that he's got werewolf toxin in him and he's hallucinating back to when he's like a little mm. and he thinks mm. he's like a younger kid who would call his mom mom. We have all. seen that before. Yeah. Oh, that's true. That could be. And it could uh, mean I hope not. More. I hope it's more I mean, I hope it's what you guys mean. Yeah. I'm just over here playing devil's advocate because, you know. werewolf venom, though, could mean a crossover to get Klaus's blood. Oh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Because we know there is going to be one this season. Yeah. So that makes complete sense. Ooh. I'm just thinking in my head how this could work. But I don't know. I just feel like. Because we saw in the originals that people do have a cure for werewolf bites, mm-hmm. oh, that, yeah. and they don't need Klaus, something like that could happen here where it's three years into the future. Maybe scientists have been working on it, and, you know, you can buy it at a pharmacy or something. <laughs> Vampire pharmacists. <laughs> Vampire pharmacists are selling it everywhere. Yeah, because also it brings up the fact that, I know, we're not talking about the originals, but the stuff that's going on there... For yeah. them to be around three years from yeah. now, so is it just the stuff that is not Klaus's but made? I don't know. There's... Maybe I don't know, but I think that since we're kind of leading there, let's get into some predictions. And now you're after Buzz TV hmm. predictions. I have one, and it makes no sense at all. So no one quote me on this. But somehow I feel like, and I don't know how they will piece this together because of the time differences, because of the three years flash forward. But what if what we're seeing in the three years in the future has to do with the war, with the vampire lineage wars that are happening in the originals right now? Mm, That's good. With with the hunters, because she's a hunter. 
yeah, she's a hunter, but I still think that, you know, that they don't all like each other, too, and there's all these factors yeah. going on. Just saying, it doesn't make sense, but maybe if there's, like, room for a crossover type of thing, like, yeah. maybe it has something to do with what we're seeing over there. I think that this new hunter girl is going to be part of these people that Matt brought yeah. in. Yeah. And I think that these people are going to have a whole other backstory that's going to cause issues for Mystic Falls. And that's where she comes from. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I agree. Uh, Cameron Ferguson again, such a smart guy, has a prediction that he says in the mid season finale, Julian and Mary Louise will die, and we will meet Raina the Hunter. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of people really want us to talk about um, the move to Friday. I was do that and gossip. Okay, cool. We'll Next. do that at the end. <laughs> um, okay, so I think that. Julian is gonna stick around and we're gonna weirdly start to like him. And oh, he's not going anywhere. I don't yeah, think. and hmm. I, I don't know. I, I feel that I want to know when Damon stops eating. Yeah. And I don't know exactly how or when that's gonna happen. And I think we're gonna see Caroline and Alaric grow yeah. closer because they have to unless this thing of an engagement is an entire facade. But I don't think it is. I honestly don't have anything big like I literally <laughs> don't know because so much has happened but I still think yeah Alaric and Caroline are gonna get close I I don't know I have a feeling maybe Stefan and Valerie can still potentially yeah. get mm-hmm. close because Caroline ends up hating Stefan right don't yeah we and we haven't yeah. seen any we of the heretics seen, yeah. in the future but other, I don't know my other know. prediction is that everything we're seeing in the future is just a dream that's wow. not real. I'd be so pissed. <laughs> I would be furious. I know. I said that because everyone would be so mad if that was true. Okay, <laughs> let's get into news and gossip because we've all been waiting to talk about this. So it's been announced. Well, actually, first, before we get to that, I read a fun article that one of our fans tweeted us over the holiday break about how they kind of came about with Caroline's pregnancy story and how it was actually something that they were Mm -hmm. in the works of working on and figuring out who was going to come in to be kind of this anchor that the babies went to when they got a call from um, Candace Candace saying, hey, I'm three months pregnant. And they're like, oh my God, this is perfect. It was written in the stars. Yeah, so this was just kind of like a cosmic moment that worked out perfectly for their storyline. So everyone who thinks that, you know, they're just trying to write in a pregnancy storyline because she's pregnant, not exactly true. And it was actually something that was in the works. I thought Mm -hmm. that was really cool. Now we'll get to the thing that everyone wants to talk about. So, the CW has announced that when the shows come back from their mid-season finales for the winter or whatever, on January 29th, the originals and Vampire Diaries will be moving to Friday nights at 8 p.m. and 9 p.m. That's crazy. It is crazy. Vampire Diaries hasn't moved since the beginning. Since the beginning. I don't think it's great. With that being said, I don't think it's a death sentence. I think that more people are watching TV on Fridays. At least I, maybe it's because I'm getting older and I'm not going out as much. (laughs) Yeah. No, I read an article about it, how Friday used to be the death sentence day and it actually isn't and that a lot of networks are also keeping factoring into their ratings with um, DVR recordings. And as long as you watch it, if you DVR one of these shows, watch it within three days because then they get the ratings for it. If it sits there longer, then it might not count. But if you watch it with 
within three days, those ratings do count on, like, the Nielsen whatever. Yeah, and things are changing a lot with ratings. Like, Fox is not going to be releasing their ratings publicly anymore, which I think a lot of networks are going to start following. So things are changing. Think about it, guys. You go out on Friday, you're hungover, you turn on your DVR, order some Domino's, and, like, perfect. That's the (laughs) best Saturday ever. Yes. Totally fine with it. I will say this. I don't know how the ratings have been. I have heard rumors that, you know, both both of the series, Originals and Vampire Diaries, has been suffering in the ratings. My theory, which from the start, I said, CW, if you're going to put them together, Shonda Rhimes already owns Thursday nights on ABC. So if you were going to pick a night for um, Julie Pleck to have a night, which is great because she's a woman, showrunner, two shows, whatever, put it on... Monday nights where the originals was last season because mm-hmm. the originals did amazing last season with its ratings and stuff and then you put these two shows up against something that's are, that every network struggles with their Thursday night lineup because of ABC's lineup mm-hmm. so putting it there mm-hmm. I feel like putting moving them both to Thursdays was the death sentence and moving them to Fridays is actually something that will help them both they jumped onto our Thursday yeah, they did. <laughs> yeah, we were here, f- or actually, no, Grey's Anatomy was there first, but uh, we were there closely. To closely. <laughs> closely there. We beat Scandal, though, guys. I mean, come on. <laughs> so, I mean, and we will definitely still be doing after shows for both of the shows, and we will figure out the schedule and let everyone know when we'll be filming those now. It just probably won't be right after the shows. Yeah, but. and we highly encourage you guys, like, let's tweet about this, talk about this, get people to watch it, mm-hmm. you know, within three days. And we all watch it usually online anyways, except for us who watch it right before yeah. we go live. Yeah. So I think the Vampire Diaries and the Originals have such strong fans. Mm-hmm. It is going to be fine. We're the best fans out there, guys. We got this. Don't worry. <laughs> um, thank you so much for tuning in t- with us tonight, guys. Um, we always appreciate your love and support for our after show here at AfterBuzz TV. Make sure you check out all the shows that we have for you at AfterBuzzTV.com and all over social media. You can find us at AfterBuzz TV. And where can they find you lovely ladies on the social webs of medias? You guys can find me on Instagram and on Twitter at Jordana underscore Morphin. You guys can find me online at SamDavidsonEntertainment.com and on Twitter and Instagram at SamD43. You guys can find me on Twitter at Katie E. Campbell. That's Katie with three E's Campbell. Instagram at Katie Campbell 13 and YouTube.com slash Katie Campbell online because I have a blog and I just did a chocolate candy challenge recently. It was really fun. You guys should check it out. <laughs> you can find me at the Tiana Hobson on Twitter and Instagram and Tiana underscore Hobson on Snapchat. And make sure you're tagging all your tweets and everything on social media with hashtag ABTVTVD. We will see you guys yeah. next week for the winter finale of the Vampire Diary. From executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.